Hey guys, it's Melissa here with Reiki with Melissa. I wanted to talk to you today about something that happened to me that made me realize something. I had a situation tonight. You know, I'm doing my Facebook Lives and I'm just starting this. I do everything the same way. I jump in wholeheartedly and then realize later mistakes I make and have to go back and correct. It's just what I do because if I were to wait and wait until I was perfect to do things, fear would get a hold of me and then I would never do it because I would constantly be telling myself, you're not good enough or you're not going to be able to do this. So I just face the fear head on and I just do it. And I learn along the way, right? I make mistakes and I know that and I have to go back and fix my mistakes. So in trying to get some attention for the Facebook Lives, I just posted in several different groups that I was going live and I got a comment and I know it was supposed to be constructive criticism from one of the groups, a member of the group. And it triggered something in me. I don't know. I mean, I know it was meant to be constructive, but it's hard to read tone in a text or in, you know, written message. And all I can tell you is I'm a teacher and I would never have responded to a student that way. Like if I'm going to give constructive criticism, it wouldn't sound like the way that this did. And Again, I don't know what the tone was because it wasn't verbal. It was just written. But it triggered me. Like, I I don't know about you, but when I get triggered by things like hurt feelings, to me, it feels like a knife going into my chest and then the pain sort of spreads and then it goes all the way down to my stomach. And it's just a horrible feeling. And it reminds me of being a very little girl and feeling helpless and insecure, right? That's the feeling I get, and I I hate feeling like that. So that was the feeling that it triggered, and tears started to well up in my eyes because I, I don't know, it just hit something in me. And normally, I would say, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna, you know, dry the tears, suck it up, no, nope, I'm just gonna move on, it never happened. That would be my past reaction to that, right? Like, uh, well, you know, just screw that person. They're a jerk anyway, and I'm going to, you know, just move on and whatever and just ignore it, you know. I would have taken the criticism, like I would have corrected the mistakes or whatever, but, you know, I would have also had an attitude towards this person and been like, yeah, what a jerk, and just tried to suck up the emotion and push it deep down. And we've talked about what happens when you do that. Like, not you can't push your emotions deep down. That was the old me. The new me, I started to tear up. And then I thought, okay, you know, I just need to, like, whatever this is, I just need to let it come to the surface. And so I did. I I just, I started crying, you know, and I'm just like, okay, I've just got to get this out. I don't know why I'm feeling like this. And the thoughts of what a jerk, why would you put that that way? Why would you call somebody out like that publicly? It started to fade. And I realized 
and I, I still don't know what this person's tone was or their intent, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What it made me realize was that this person triggered in me something that I haven't healed yet. If I were totally secure in myself and my self-worth and confident in who I am as a person and who I am as a Reiki practitioner, as the person who runs my Facebook page, Reiki with Melissa, if I were secure and confident in that, whatever this person said would not have mattered. Imagine, if you will, that I am a soldier and I have on a shield of armor in the front. If I were a strong, confident person and secure in who I am and I've healed all of my old stuff, that person who tries to stick a sword into my shield, that sword's just going to fall away. It's not going to go anywhere, right? That shield's going to block it. It's going to protect it. And it's not going to hurt me. Because if you're a strong and secure person like that, you don't give a crap what other people think about you. It doesn't matter. You're like, okay, I'll take that criticism. I'll run with it. And then whatever. It is what it is. I don't put any emotion in that right? I don't, I separate the emotion from that. But what I discovered was there was a crack in my suit of armor. All along, I thought I'd healed all of my old stuff. And yet there was this tiny crack and that sword somehow managed to get right into that crack. And see, if I had just been the old me and said, okay, I'm just going to push down my feelings. I'm not going to worry about it. Um, You know, I'll cry a little bit and I'm going to just like, I'm not going to like that person anymore. I'm going to let that affect how I feel about that person. But I'm not going to like spend a lot of time crying about it or whatever. Like I'm just going to move on, push that down like I've done before. But secretly hold a resentment against that person. Going through life, other little things would have gotten in that crack, would have busted that wide open. Imagine, for example, a pothole. A pothole doesn't start off as a pothole. It starts off as a little crack. Water gets down into that crack, and then the temperature drops, and the water freezes and expands, and that breaks open the crack and causes the pothole. In the same way, that sword, had I done what I normally do, would have caused me to completely crack open that suit of armor because other little things would have gotten in there, would have pushed that down further and pushed that down further. And what happens when you push your emotions down? They come exploding out. And usually they come exploding out at the most inopportune times, right? Like if you go have drinks with your friends and you have, you know, one beer too many, all of a sudden your emotions come flooding out and you ugly cry in front of everyone at the bar and that's really not attractive. Or, you know, you just do this late at night when you're trying to go to sleep. It's not a good thing. You have to get those emotions out. And most importantly, what it triggered in me was knowing that I still have work to do in knowing my self-worth. Because if I'm secure and confident in what I'm doing, that wouldn't have bothered me. But it did. It was a trigger. And how many times a day do you go throughout your life and you have little triggers? Think of me in any way. The last relationship that I had, 
helped me to see that I wasn't completely and totally healed from my heart chakra, from being hurt in the past because triggers came up. That relationship was like a giant trigger for me, but also a blessing. Just like this person saying what they did to me was a blessing in disguise because had they not done that, I wouldn't have seen what I saw, which was that I don't love myself as much as I should. There's still some things I need to work on there. And what an aha moment that is. Because you know how I always talk about not loving yourself, you're blocking yourself from receiving love and receiving abundance. It's true. It is true. And in my personal life, I've gotten to places in my business where I'm like, okay, it's growing and it's growing and then it'll just like, there'll be stagnation for a bit. And I know now why, why that is. It's because I still have things to work on, but now I see what they are. Now I know what they are and immediately I took action, immediately. I called on my team, I called on Archangel Michael to give me strength, to give me courage. I called on Archangel Jophiel to show me how to love myself, to show me the beauty in myself. I called on every Archangel and Kuan Yin. I know that Kuan Yin is working with me to help me teach love and to love myself. And it's all of these things that are still ongoing. You know, you're never a finished product, at least in my opinion. I will never be a fully finished product because there's always work to do, always. When I think I know everything I need to know, I need to know more. That's how I feel about life, that you can never learn too much. You never know too much. You can never fix yourself or stop working on yourself. And so when triggers happen in your life when people come into your life who say things that bother you that's a trigger that's a gift from the universe telling you hey do you feel that you know why you felt that because you still need to work on that think back in your life and i'm sorry that my voice seems a little um, scratchy. I've had sinus things going on and also doing the Facebook lives. I've been talking a lot and teaching. So think back in the past few months. What's triggered you? What was the event? What happened? And I want you to get into the habit. And this is where journaling comes in and is very helpful. I want you to get into the habit of journaling when a trigger happens i want you to write it down and i want you to write it down as if you were an objective third-party observer that's not always easy to do but you've got to take the emotion out of it warren buffett had a quote and I read it one time and I don't remember exactly how it goes, but something like, if you let your emotions take over, you lose every time. Like you have to be able to separate your emotions in business. 
and in life because you have to be able to see things from other people's perspectives. And if you are all emotional, you can't do that. You can only see it from your perspective if you're overly emotional about it. And so this is where trying to be like a third-party objective observer comes in handy. I want you to write down what happened that caused, what was the trigger, what happened, what caused the emotion. And the first time you write about it, you're not going to put any emotion into it. I just want you to write down what it was that happened. So for me tonight, I would write down, uh, I saw that I had a notification on Facebook. I looked to see what it was. And someone had tagged me in a post and had written that the way that I had presented a message was not the correct way and that I needed to be better. And the post was like a mile long. So that was the trigger for me. Now, I didn't get emotional whenever I wrote that down. It was just very factual. This is what happened. This was the trigger. Then after you write down what happened, I want you to write down how it made you feel. Where did you feel it? What was the feeling? So for me, I would have written, it felt like a knife in my chest that then the feeling spread out and down and into my stomach. And here's the thing. Anybody else who read that post probably was just like, eh, yeah, no, didn't think anything about it. It was a trigger for me. For me. It might not have been a trigger for anyone else. It was for me. And so my job now was to find out why it was a trigger for me. And that's where this next part of the journaling comes in. Why is it a trigger? What is it triggering? What is it trying to tell you? What lesson are you supposed to be learning from this? You can even say, as um, my friend and mentor always says, Julia Treat always says this. She says, let me see this from God's eyes. God, let me see this from your eyes. What's this all about? So you can say that. I find that when I go through and write everything down, it just comes to me. So for me, the trigger was, you still have some healing to do when it comes to self-worth and believing in yourself. I've come a long way so far that I thought that I was done with that. You know, I thought... Uh, It's pretty good. I'm doing well. And then the trigger happened. And that was my, oh, okay, I've got more work to do. And you know what? It's okay because it's not a bad thing if you have more work to do. That's not the end of the world. It's a good thing. Having more work to do is a good thing because when you know what it is you have to work on, then you can actually get to working on it. So how do you heal those triggers? And, you know, it depends on what the trigger is. But sometimes it's forgiving people. For me, I think that this triggered something that is just innate in me of wanting to please people, like please my parents, please people, adults around me, my teachers, right? 
Teachers are supposed to tell you how proud they are of you. Parents are supposed to tell you how proud they are of you. Right? That's what we've all grown up knowing. And that doesn't always happen. So, this stems from childhood, still. So for me, I think I have to go back and forgive people that maybe I sought attention from and didn't get it from. And I need to go in and do some tapping, some emotional freedom technique, tapping to heal the part of me that feels like I need to please people because I don't. That's not why I'm here. That's not my purpose here. I shouldn't feel like if someone gives me feedback that I can't handle it. And I will say, in my defense, I don't know this person very well. I don't know what the intention really was, and I can't read a tone in a text. But it's not, it doesn't matter. It still showed that there was something within me still that needed to be healed. And I wanted to share this with you because it was such an aha moment for me. And even just sharing it with you now makes me feel so much better about it. It makes me realize that there was a purpose in my pain. And I always believe that. There's always a purpose in your pain. Everything is either a blessing or a lesson. And personally, I consider it to be both. Because if it's a lesson, and it might be painful, but in the end, it becomes a blessing. Because whatever it brought you to, it will bring you through. And it's going to make you a better person because of it. A stronger person and a better person. So when you come across something that triggers you, and it could be in a romantic relationship, it could be in your job, it could be anywhere. When you come across a trigger, that is the time you need to step back, do your journaling and say, what was this all about? What was this all about? And nine times out of ten, it comes down to our feelings of worthiness and self-worth. Because so many of us don't get the validation that we needed growing up. And I'm not blaming parents because it's just a cycle. They do what their parents did. Who does? They do what their parents did. I did what my parents did until I knew better, but for a long time I didn't. And so we do what we know and that cycle perpetuates. And so we have new generations of people who haven't been validated. And if we don't get that from other people, it has to come from us. And the thing is, it should have always come from us. But when you're little, you don't know that. You don't know that you have to be the one who validates yourself, who loves yourself. And I read something about children who are abused that made me very sad the other day. And it was a quote that said something to the effect of, 
When children are abused, they don't stop loving their abusers. They don't stop loving their parents. They stop loving themselves. How powerful a statement is that? And how true is that? And people wonder, why are people the way they are? Because they don't love themselves. And that's where it all starts. That is where it all starts. There should be a class about loving yourself in school. It should start in the grade schools. But there's only so much we can do, you know. There's so many hours in a day, you know. We have to get testing done because that's surely important. (laughs) You can tell that I am a huge fan of testing. That's great. So, this is a lot. But... I want you to know that when triggers happen, see them as the blessings they are and learn from them. Figure out what is it that's triggering me. Do your journaling. Go through the steps. Write exactly what happened with no emotion, just what it was. Sometimes even just doing that, you have the light bulb that goes on and you're like, oh my gosh, yes, now I see what it really was. I see what it was all about. But if you don't get it right away, then go through how it made you feel. And go through the step. And if you still aren't sure, ask God, God, what was this all about? Help me see it through your eyes. As Julia Treat says, help me see it through your eyes. Call on your team to help you. Archangel Shamuel can also help give you a boost in your self-esteem to help you see how loved and worthy you are. The thing we have to remember is we are a child of the divine. We are one with the divine. We are perfect. We have to remember that. We forget where we came from. We are not humans who eventually have a spiritual experience. We are souls here having a human experience. Remember where you came from. Don't forget your worth. Don't forget it. And if you do from time to time, don't beat yourself up over it. Just get right back up and start over again. Because I tell you what I did Instead of choosing to keep that sword in my armor and letting that crack get bigger and bigger until it just busted apart, I took that sword out. I got myself some spatula and I fixed that sucker. I patched that hole. And I'm making that armor stronger than it ever was before. Because I know my worth now. And I hope you do too. When you have a trigger, it's okay to feel that emotion. Do it. You've got to get that out. But don't stay in that place for too long. Don't stay in that pity party. Don't be that victim for very long. Cry it out. Then get your journal Go through those steps. 
do some tapping, do a meditation, whatever it takes to get yourself back together again. Pray to your team. Don't allow anyone else to rob you of your power. Only you can let someone else take your personal power from you. And that's a choice you make every day. You're going to have triggers. That's the universe's way of telling you, look, this is what you need to fix. This is what you need to work on. You keep telling us that you're ready for all of these things and you're ready to grow and to be big and to manifest all of these things. You've got to fix this first. If you're really ready, you've got to fix it. So I thank the universe and all of the people that the universe orchestrated to bring me my trigger. Because it showed me what I still had to work on. And it's also shown me how far I've come. Because the old me would have been bitter. It would have taken me a while to get over this. I might have wanted to retaliate in some way. But I didn't. I felt my emotions. I let them pass. And then I asked, what is this really about? And I got my answer. And now I know how to be better. And I hope and pray for every single one of you that when you feel that trigger, you do the same thing. Don't let it make you bitter. Let it make you better. Because you are all so worthy. And I love you all so much. I'm so proud to be able to call each and every one of you part of my tribe. You lift me up so much. And I know that you're a light for others. And that as a collective, we are raising our vibration and we're raising the vibration of the whole world. And we are being a light for others. So keep being that light. Keep shining, you beautiful souls. I pulled one card for you before I leave because I always appreciate messages that I get. And so the card that I pulled for you And I love this. It's beautiful. It says, I have wonderful energy that sustains me throughout each day. I am radiant, vital, and alive. What a wonderful mantra that would be. I have wonderful energy that sustains me throughout each day. I am radiant, vital, and alive. And this is from Louise Hayes' deck. You can even get this as an app for your phone. It's called Heart Thoughts. It was very reasonable. I don't even remember how much it was. It might have even been free. I don't even know, but it was not. It didn't cost very much through Hay House. You can go and download the app for your phone, and every day you can pull a message for yourself. And it's a way of keeping your thoughts positive, keeping your emotions in check, and feeling your worthiness just those affirmations of saying, yes, 
I'm worthy and deserving of love, especially from myself. So guys, thank you all to those who have been coming to my Facebook Lives on Mondays and Wednesdays, doing the Monday messages to start off your week right so that you guys can live your absolute best life. And on Wednesdays, I am doing a meditation for you. I, I still don't, I was trying to think of like a catchy name for it. I was thinking Wednesday wisdom, but I don't know. There's Wednesday whispers maybe. But the guided meditations are there to help you de-stress, relax, get rid of all of the heavy burdens that you've carried throughout the week and try to help you smoothly sail into the weekend. And we all know we're ready for the weekend by the time it gets there. So if you are interested, please check out my Facebook Lives. They are happening every Monday and Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Time on my Reiki with Melissa Facebook page. The link to that is in the description of the podcast, as well as the link to my website if you're interested in getting Reiki or if you're interested in a card reading or if you're interested in one-on-one coaching. And if you go to my Monday Facebook Lives, you'll see just just a small snippet of what the card readings are like. They're much more personalized when you get them for yourself, but you can still see when I, I always pick two people on my Monday and Wednesday reading to get a free reading. I pull a card for you, and like tonight, two cards flew out for someone, so I read them both, and I read intuitively, so if I get any extra messages for you, I will give them to you. And everyone so far has said, how they can't believe that the card readings were exactly what they needed to hear. And I feel honored that I get to do that for you guys. So thank you for being a part of my tribe and for being here with me every day. If you like my podcast, please share it with others so that we may expand our tribe and expand and raise our vibrations and spread the light for others. Have a wonderful day. I will talk to you again soon. Sending you much love.